Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? My name is Quincy. And this is my show, the Talk to Q Radio Show. It's almost like posting a blog, except I'm doing it live. Tonight, Season 4, my name is Quincy, and this is my show. And yes, you can do side bends or sit-ups, but please don't lose that butt. All right, before I get started, you know, I've had a couple of weeks off to kind of recharge my battery, and as you can tell, I am super hyped for tonight's show. And you might want to know, how hype am I? Well, I'm going to take you back to 1988 to let you know how hype I am. some of that old school Fresh Prince DJ Jazzy Jeff before, you know, Will became all like commercialized and got into like dance, rap or whatever you want to classify it. Anyway, as you can tell, I'm extremely hyped and happy to be back on the air. Um, I enjoyed my time off. I got to spend a little time in St. Louis, had a good time there, went to uh, Sweetie Pie's. I don't know if you all have seen the reality show, Welcome to Sweetie Pies. Um, As far as the show is concerned, I think it's garbage like most reality shows, but the people are nice. I was able to um, meet um, a lady by the name of, what was her name, Danielle Champion, who's one of the main, the the owner of the restaurant, son's assistant, uh, who's probably angling towards a modeling career, very attractive young lady. 
And I also met uh, Miss Sweetie Pie herself's sister. Uh, I believe her name was Nancy. I don't know. Really nice people from Mississippi. So, you know, I felt love for them. I at least watched the show, gave it a chance. It's not my thing. But it was cool meeting them. And the food was absolutely awesome. Oh, my goodness. Their macaroni and cheese will make you stab someone you love. But let me go ahead and get started. I'm just ranting. Um, Well, let me do a little show maintenance and explain how this show works for those who may be new. This show is a platform for you. The callers, the chat room participants, the social networkers, all of you have the opportunity to voice chat or tweet your opinions to me and be heard worldwide and completely uncensored. Because here on T2Q, there are no experts, just opinions. Unlike most shows where you simply just listen to the host, I allow you the opportunity to speak your mind. You can join my show legends each episode and discuss a wide range of things like relationships, current events, sports, celebrities, and more. This show is very informal by design because my style is very unorthodox in nature. The topics can be random, but they're relevant with what's going on in the world today. Tonight, we are discussing the value of booty and how to handle disrespectful students. The call-in number to join the fun tonight is 347-202-0215. If you decide to call in and you get the urge to voice your opinion, then after you connect, hit one on your dial pad. That lets me know that you're ready to speak. And please mute your phone if you're not speaking at the time. Now, another way you can contribute to the show is to follow me on Twitter at TalkToQ. There is a live tweet chat that occurs during the show and has already started, by the way, and you can respond to the same questions that I ask over the air in most cases. Please search and use hashtag T2Q to read and respond to all show tweets tonight. If you want to hear more about me, the sh- excuse me, if you want to learn more about me, the show, or the show legends, then journey on over to TalkToQ.com. And if you can't listen to the entire show live, then you can go to T2Q on iTunes, and you can pick up where you left off there. Maintenance complete. T2Q radio show number 449 starts right after this word from PirateMagic.net. Hello, this is Mark Shack, also known as Captain Sillybones of Pirate Magic. If you're looking for the greatest adventure in Pirate Mermaid Princess parties, you have come to the right place. Serving Maryland, D.C., and Virginia. Happiness 100% guaranteed or you won't pay. This is my promise to you. For 22 years, I've been making children happy. I promise you will be so happy with my service or you won't pay. Once again, visit PirateMagic.net for complete details, including pricing and my bio. Once again, visit PirateMagic.net. Happiness 100% guaranteed or you don't pay. Serving Maryland, D.C., and Virginia. All right. My thanks to PirateMagic.net. You know, although that ad is really for kids, Pirate is a pirate angle is the perfect segue to tonight's topic, which is about booty. Arg! All right, I needed a rim shot to play just then. Anyway, every woman has a physical gift that they may display more than other physical attributes. It can be a nice pair of lips, a nice set of breasts, nice looking legs, and last and definitely not least, a nice round booty. However, I just want to focus on the booty. Now, the booty craze got hyped when J-Lo became popular, and then it spiraled out of control when Kim Kardashian hit the scene. Now, just like breast augmentation, 
um, there is a booty augmentation craze occurring. We're seeing people with little bodies and big booties. Women who weigh 110 pounds are getting booties built for someone who weighs 160. Where is the motivation coming from for this? Is big booty the gateway to success in America now? Is booty the new dollar bill? All right. Well, let me go to the phones and welcome on some show legends who have been patiently holding and waiting for a couple of weeks. I'm going to go to the 850 area code, the Emerald Coastline of Pensacola, Florida, and welcome on, Buck. Buck, what's happening, man? What up, what up? How's everybody doing this evening? Doing well, man. How's it going down there? Doing good, man. Enjoying some of these 70-degree temperatures, and I'm hyped up. Glad to be back. Hope everybody had, their, had you know, good time while they were, you know, away, but it's time to get down to business and get things popping and cracking. No doubt, man. No doubt. Glad to have you on. Let me go to the 248 area code outside the Motor City of Detroit and welcome on the author, Crystal Hickerson. Crystal, how are you? Thank you. How are you, Buck? I'm doing well. And how's the uh, how's the ankle going? How's it doing? Well, it's uh, healing very nicely, so I I will be able to walk soon. <laughs> okay, well, good, good. But you're not able to kick anybody yet or anything, huh? No, not yet. Okay, well, hopefully you'll get an opportunity to get back in that butt-kicking mode at some point. All right, and I have a few other people holding. Just join the host queue when you're ready to pop in, and we'll go ahead and get started. And, you know, I mentioned earlier how breast augmentation blew up in the 70s, 80s, and 90s. Everyone wanted big titties, right? Well, fast forward almost two decades later, and not everyone wants a big butt. Butt augmentations allow for people to increase the size of their butt or restore the shapeliness of it. Now, that can be done via implants or what's called a butt lift. Now, the average price is just under five grand. Um, so Sir Mix-a-Lot was way before his time when he rapped about Baby Got Back. No one paid attention back then, but he's getting more royalties for that song now than ever because everyone wants a booty now. So, Crystal, ladies, first I will start with you. First of all, this is my first question. Are most of the big booties that we see in music videos and our magazine covers even natural, in your opinion? No, absolutely not. I mean, um, I mean, at first you would have certain types of women who have large butts, um, usually black women, maybe some Latinas or whatever. But um, now it is white women, uh, just women of all all sizes and shapes or whatever, now all want this kind of, you know, morphed body type, which is a little disgusting in my view. But whatever, you know, they like it, I love it, I guess. Okay. And I mean, you know, when it first became a craze, I guess, Crystal, I checked it out, and, you know, it was kind of cool at first, but then it just seemed like they got bigger and bigger to where they didn't look natural. And, Buck, I'll go to you on on this. I mean, do you think that some of these that we see are real, or would you assume that a majority of the ones you see are fake? I think a majority. I think it's 50-50 now. I mean, 
a lot of these bullies that we see are just not real anymore. I mean, you see in a lot of, you know, padded stuff. You start, you know, there's surgery, surgery uh, augmentation, that kind of thing. So a lot of the stuff that you're seeing now, uh, you know, it's just not real, you know. So I think everybody's trying to chase that. They want that perfect butt. You know, they want that J-Lo booty or the, you know, Kardashian booty or whatever. And as a result, you know, you're seeing a lot of fake stuff out there. Yeah, I definitely think that what we're seeing is a lot of fake stuff. But let me go to the 732 area code, the Garden State of New Jersey. And I believe this is Amanda calling in. Amanda, this year? No, this is Ray. How you doing? Ray, what's happening, man? I had you all had the numbers backwards. And how's it going? Yeah, going good, man. Good good that you back. Buck, okay. Crystal, how y'all doing tonight? What's up, Ray? All right, man. Yeah, glad to be back and glad to hear you all's voices again, man. Um, you know, I enjoyed my time off. It was relaxing and everything, but uh, it's good to be back on the air because there's so much to talk about, especially tomorrow we talk about football. I hope Eminem is sober when he calls again. But, uh, okay. <laughs> Ray, does it matter if a woman's butt is real or not to you? I mean, does it really matter? I mean, no, I really, really don't. I mean, you got a lot of guys, you know, just, you know, that's what we do most is, is, is bullshit and, and fake about everything. So you have a lot of guys that say, oh, you know, if it's fake, they wouldn't do this, they wouldn't do that. And I mean, I don't know whose booty is fake and whose is not fake, but, right, you know, if... I mean, people have said that about Nikki, but, you know, everybody here would take Nikki. So it's not a thing of whether, you know, the booty's not real and all this. I mean, if it looks good, then, hey, it is what it is. That's my opinion. But I think it's way overblown. I don't think it's as many fake booties out there as people make it out to be. I mean... On one hand, you have people to say, oh, now booties are getting popular. Okay. Well, if you're saying that big booties have always existed, then why are we making a big deal about booties being enhanced? Okay. And it ain't just other nationalities that are supposed to be enhancing booties. Everybody is doing it, supposedly. Yeah. But, you know, I'm, I'm not you know, on the Hollywood scene like that. I never ran across a female that didn't have a real booty. You had guys that claim they've seen girls with fake booties, this and that. I mean, I don't proclaim to be a, a Will Chamberlain type of joker. You know, I just do what I do, did before I got married. But, you know, a lot of people pretend to be this and that. So, you know, I wouldn't know it if, if I saw it. So, Okay. I mean, but as long as it looks good, I wouldn't have a problem with it. Yeah, and I agree with you because Nicki Minaj is, man, she has an amazing body. I don't care how she got it. It is an amazing body. And I'm pretty sure if you go to the the major cities like Atlanta, Houston, Miami, it, you go into a strip club, pretty much everyone in there probably has a fake butt. Um, I watched a documentary on it recently. 
This lady said an athlete talked her into getting a fake butt, and she said she made the money back for her surgery the first night with her new butt. Uh, so it was, it was like more than quadruple what she had been making. So I, I know it makes a difference for some people. But let me go to the 501 area code, the natural state of Arkansas, and welcome on Amy. Amy, how's it going? Oh, doing all right. How's everybody doing tonight? Doing well. All right. And, Amy, does it matter if a, if a woman's butt is real or not? I mean, you know, like I said, the strippers in the big cities are definitely having something done because, I mean, they're talking about it. There's no shame in it. It's just like getting your breasts done almost these days. It's no big deal. So do you think that it really matters in the grand scheme of things? Well, it may not matter to the guys, but I can tell you, you know, from working in the stripping industry that it, it did matter to me, you know, about girls with with fake boobs or, or fake but No one really had a fake butt that I worked with. I mean, we, we shook what, what Mama gave us. But, uh-huh. you know, the girls, a lot of the girls, you know, had begun getting boob jobs and it just went from a few girls have them to every other week somebody was off work for two or three weeks getting getting boob jobs and so it, it you know it's like all of a sudden the guys want to go goo goo over the girls with the the fake boobs as opposed to a girl who just had, you know, a nice set of natural boobs, um, some, something about the, the big fake ones, they just went plum crazy over. I remember when my friend uh, Angel and I went to Dow- or, uh, yeah, Dallas and worked, and we walked in this club and every single girl in there had fake boobs, and bleach blonde hair. Mm, I, think they all, I, think, <laughs> I think they were all retired Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders. Um, but we just looked at each other like, I think we're in the wrong place. <laughs> Let's go somewhere else. <laughs> so, I mean, to, to me, yeah, it, it, it does kind of matter. I mean, okay. I don't. I don't care who who has what, if it's real or or whatever, but you know, being in the in the industry it it, it does kinda matter. When okay. you see someone getting more president over you. Yeah, yeah, that point, yeah, it's taking away money, so I can see that. Let me go to the 910 area code out of the Tar Hill state of Carolina, but making his way via Texas. And welcome on the man who plays the doctor on the radio, Dr. Bobby Willis. The good doctor, how are you doing today, sir? Hey, what's going on, Q? What's going on, family? How are everybody doing tonight? Doing well, man. Glad to have you on. And let me ask you, Bobby, do you think is a big booty a badge of honor? To the women that have it, I mean, let's just talk natural first of all. I'm not talking about the enhanced, but uh, right. you know, just like a guy that you know, a guy that may be rocking eight inches ain't ain't scared to get naked in front of anybody. So I mean, if a woman has a big booty, is that her her badge of honor? Uh, I, I think it is, to be honest with you, because um, 
you know, guys place so much emphasis on the butt that, you know, um, a lot of women are starting to, you know, that's why they're doing the things they're doing right now with these injections and stuff like that. But there's the other side to the injection argument that a lot of folks don't talk about because it don't really make news. But a lot of these women, you know what I'm saying, um, they they may have already had that butt, but they still get these surgeries to enhance it, whether it means lipo in certain areas, trimming and shaping here and there and other. Mm-hmm. So they may not they may not be necessarily fake, but they may have you know, it may have been worked on. You know? Yeah. So um uh, it's like that episode uh with T I and whatever when she kinda did her um body and stuff like that, you know. She was naturally thick. But she, you know, got some work done to tone it up and, you know, and it came out looking a little bit better. So I mean that mm-hmm. happened. Okay. All right. And um, it definitely happens, and you do have a lot of people who just kind of, you know, maybe get a little nip here, a little tuck there to try to shape what they got. And then you have others who just get silicone or, like he mentioned, the injections, which um, we'll probably get into a little bit later in this discussion because because, um, that can be a a health hazard depending on who does it. But, um, Crystal, I'll go back to you. And do you think that a natural big booty is – Kind of a badge of honor these days for those who have it. Um, badge of honor. Well, yeah. I don't know because I don't um I don't look at women like that and at me personally. Um, the big butts are are deformed looking to me. So mm-hmm. the um or it denotes a certain type. But anyway, um. If you're going to have, if you're if you're doing it for the business end, which I hope you are, you know, at least you get paid <laughs> for it, <laughs> then then I would suggest you do it. You know, if you're going to be a video vixen or something like that, then uh-huh. yeah, then yeah, that's a badge of honor, just like Amy was saying, because you um, you know men go crazy over it. I mean, you might even get to land. A you know a ball player or something like that. Yep. A baller, shot caller, whatever. <laughs> you know, so you can get paid. So that's the purpose of it. Now, if you're just doing it just to grab a boyfriend, then that's not worth it to me. But you know, if you're gonna do it, you at least get paid. Okay. Yeah, I feel you on that. If you don't do anything that's gonna disrupt your body, you may as well get a check for it. Uh, and Lord knows what these women are going to look like when they get to, like, 70 years old. Either they're going to look really awkward <laughs> being a 70-year-old woman with, uh, you know, 40, 40-inch hips and 38 double Ds, or they're going to look really smoking. I don't know. It's kind of hard to say. But uh, they might have to have some other work done to try to make sure everything matches. But, um, Buck... Let's just let's go with the main question of the night. Is booty the new dollar bill? I mean, just like Crystal said, are, are people shaping it up to be seen and to get more career opportunities? I believe so. I mean, because, I mean, everything is so commercialized in today's society, and it's all about image and perception and what you look like. So I think people are spending a lot of money on, you know, trying to enhance certain parts of their body and, you know, right now, booty is in, you know. And, um, un- you know, like I said earlier, unfortunately now, you know, you're seeing a lot of these women out here with, you know, extra large booties. And, I mean, it looks, it, I mean, used to be you, 
it, it wasn't something that you saw commonplace. But now, I mean, you could be in the grocery store or something and see somebody with something like extra tight on and their booty sticking out so far that, you know, you can sit up under it and not get raindrops on your forehead. So, I mean, it's, um, hmm. you know, it's, I think now, I mean, that's what you see. And I think it's, it's booty is big business. Okay. And I agree with you there. But Amanda, what about for the everyday woman who maybe just wants to, you know, enhance her looks or be noticed or something? I mean, can can a big booty help you in everyday life, like maybe getting a job or getting you, I guess, getting you drinks and getting you backstage passes and things of that nature? Hello? Who are you talking to? Me, Q? I'm sorry. I keep saying Amanda, but yeah, my bad. You, Ray. I keep. It's that two week rust, bro. It's that two week rust. (laughs) All right. Can you repeat the questions? Um, Do you think that it can help just the average everyday woman in everyday life? You know, she's not a stripper, she's not a model or anything, but she decides she wants to get some silicone implants just to be noticed. I mean, what kind of benefits can it get to the everyday person? I mean, anytime you enhance anything, it's supposed to be for attention. So if they can uh, enhance their booty, of course they get some attention. Some will be negative. Some may be even positive. But it's a decision that I think you should sit down and think about. It shouldn't be something that, you know, you just see on TV one day and it's because you have the money and the means you Go and do it. You should really put some thought into it. It's like you say, once you get 70, what is it all going to look like? Yeah. I mean, the booty can definitely get a lot of favors because a lot of guys are are stupid like that. (laughs) I mean, because it's one thing to see something and it's nice, you admire it. But when you start just mortgaging your future for it, it just don't make sense. You know, if you come in and you say something or you need something done, I don't care how big your butt is. If it goes against me being professional, I'm going to have to, you know, shut it down. Right. But a lot of guys, you know, all the eyes stretching out, act like they've never seen a woman before and turning around and, walking and peeping around the corner and all of this and that, I mean, to a certain extent, it just looks foolish, you know. Oh, yeah, they'll throw their job away. It looks good, but you don't have to be stupid about it because act like you've seen a woman before, and a lot of guys don't know how to do that. So, yes, they definitely can get over with a bigger booty. Okay. All right, and I'm on Twitter. SPKK13 chimed in on the badge of honor question and said, it depends on the value that a person has on physical features um, slash others' opinions. In her point of view, a big booty is a hindrance for clothing and some exercises. Yeah, it may be hard to shop for some people if your booty just out there, but most people, I guess, who have those type of booties just wear um, body dresses anyway. So I guess size is really that much of an issue. 
But uh, let's see. Amy, can you name any celebrities that you can think of that may have had booty augmentations? I mean, you may not know for sure, but if you had to guess. You, are, are you talking straight, fake butt implants, or are you talking like Brazilian butt lifts and stuff? I mean, lifts, implants, injections, anything. Well, let me answer a shorter question and tell you the one person that I don't think that's had enhancements is Coco, Ice-T's wife. Oh, you don't? No. She's always been big. She's always been big booty. She's um, she's always kind of had that J-Lo butt. And even when she was younger... And she's just enhanced it by working out. That girl works out in six-inch yeah. stiletto. I know she has a crazy workout regimen. I've seen that. Um, she would probably be one of the very few that I can that I can name off the top of my head. Okay. Kim Kardashian. She gets it sucked out from her from her front and put in the back. And Nicki Minaj, and Nicki Minaj um, I think I, I I've never really followed her career much, but from what has been said, that she didn't used to have that booty. Yeah, I've seen YouTube videos so, of someone that they claim is her, and. Um, I don't know if it is or not. It's hard to tell because it's so many years ago. And if it was, and yeah, she didn't have a curve to her name. Uh, yeah. But you, you you never know. I mean, with those things. But, but I mean, you know, of course. I mean, I mean, J Lo, um, her butt is real. And, and see, uh, I don't think J Lo's butt is just all that. I mean, everyone act like it's 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 when they first started not, hyping her up. Everyone acted like it's something no one had ever seen before, but I don't think I, it's a nice booty. But I just never looked at it as she was above and beyond everyone else in the world. I, I didn't get that. Well, I think I think she. I, well, it's the waist thin model. It's your runway models. It's Paris Hilton and the socialites that ha- have no butt. That you know, here came J Lo, and everybody's like, "Oh, this girl's got a little junk in the trunk." And I think Kim actually started out that way, and she saw the attention it got her, and she just kept getting it sucked out of front, put in the back, sucked out of front, put in the back. Okay. Let me go to Dr. Willis on this. Dr. Willis, um, any celebrities come to mind that you think may have had some work done? Um, you know, I think uh, Nikki definitely is one. Um, I, I I used to follow her like before she got with uh, well not before but right right when she signed with uh, Lil Wayne and everything, uh-huh. and she definitely wasn't that big. <laughs> so. So she um she she had some yeah some yeah some I don't know what it is but it was something um outside of her um probably um I mean even Kim Kim Kardashian um 
you know, she had a nice butt um, originally, but it wasn't, it wasn't always that big either. Yeah, I think she's losing her shape or something. She, yeah, yeah, so, like, you know, an apple watermelon. Like <laughs> nah, but, um, I don't know. Those are two that come to mind. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Okay. I have another caller calling in from the 650 area code, which I believe is, what, San Francisco caller? What's your name? Yeah, it's me, Sonia. How are you? I'm doing fine. I'm sorry. What's your name again? Sonia. Sonia. Oh, what's going on? You changed numbers on me? <laughs> no, I'm calling for my work number. I'm working from home today, so I thought I'd dial in and see what you guys are talking about. Um, the situation about booties. Wow. I don't know. I, I think as women, you can do what you want to do. It's your body. Uh, I think you'll pay for it later if you do something that's a, a little off. Mm-hmm. But I think that, you know, it just honestly just work out, eat right, lift, you know, shape it, do whatever you can and work with what you have. Um, getting boob jobs, same thing. You know, we, we've kind of seen the problems with that. I mean, to each their own, but you may pay for that later as well. So I don't know. I just think people should just kind of be happy with what they have. But it's your money, it's your body, do what you want. I don't think uh, there's a big deal about it. it depend, I think the media, um, the entertainment industry, they kind of make a big deal out of it. Uh-huh. Um, I actually saw a commercial the other day about Brazilian butts, and this lady would, showed hers, and it just didn't look right. I was looking for seeing some Brazilian beauty, you know, that's a lot more slimmer, and she was thick, which wasn't too bad, but when she turned around to show her butt, it just looked like a bunch of mush. So it, I'm just like, well, well, what did it do? I saw a lift, right. but it just seemed like it was just a bunch of stuff of what she already had, so I couldn't tell what the difference or the big deal was about it. So I don't know. I think the industry kind of makes it makes more of it than what uh, it needs to be. Um, I think, you know, whether you're black or white, you've got it, flaunt it, you know, be happy with it, but do it in a tasteful way. Um, I don't think you really need to go out and do some – augmentation to your ass. Um, I just don't think that's right. doesn't sound right at all to me. So that's just my two cents. Okay. I appreciate your two cents, Sonia. No worry. Miss you. <laughs> nice to hear your voice again. All right. And so, I mean, we know that your financial value can increase with the size of your booty if you're a celebrity or a stripper or a model or something like that. So we get that. But, um, let me go back to you, Crystal. And in your opinion, why has it taken so long for booty to be mainstream? Because, like you mentioned earlier, you know, blacks, Latinas, you know, we we've we've appreciated booty since day one. So, why do you think it took so long to finally come around for it to be mainstream? Well, I think it just has to do with the fact of you know, hip hop and the rap game becoming mainstream. And and okay. so the kind of the black culture becoming mainstream and that's what did it. You know, black guys like big bucks, um, big butts. So yes, they um they brought it with them. And so with that, um, with you know, the rest of the cultures looking at them and thinking they're cool or whatever, saying, Okay, well this is what this is part of that culture of hip hop. So it's um uh that's what made it mainstream. So you got 
women who look a certain way, um, and then you have, you know, guys who dress a certain way. It's all all of that is is part of it. It's just just like you put on a gold chain, you put on a big butt. So. <laughs> okay, very good. Dr. Willis, do you agree with that? Oh, yeah, I agree with that. I think, you know. Um, yeah, I think that's know, a very good thing. And we do like big butts, so, you know. Uh, I and I cannot lie. No, I can't lie, man. <laughs> very good point, Crystal. I like that. All right. And um, so let's talk about injections. There are some people who have received booty injections where they inject the silicone and, and silicone into your butt and makes it bigger and all that stuff. However, like a lot of people in the world, we want to take shortcuts. So we get the at-home silicone kit, okay, which is bad news. I mean, you have some people that buy silicone at Lowe's or Home Depot, and they inject the poison into their butt. And, I mean, newsflash, genius, once it's in there, it's never coming out, okay? that's It becomes a part of your body. And it's made for some people to have some hideous deformities, and some people have ultimately died behind it. Uh, so, Buck, I mean, is this worth someone risking their life for? I mean, yeah, you may have that that perfect butt for five years or so, but there's some people whose butts are deteriorating and they're dying. I mean, are people just not educated? People are taking risks now. And um, not like they hadn't done it before, but they're taking uneducated guesses at trying to make themselves look different. I mean, I'm quite sure that, you know, everybody has something they don't like about their body. Some take it to the extreme. Um, and in this case, you know, if you're injecting something from a, you know, hardware store, I would call that a little bit extreme, a whole lot extreme, actually. And um, it's just one of those deals where, you know, you, you, know, you, you hear somebody say, Oh man, I did this from you know I saw it on the internet and uh, you know I did it and it didn't hurt. Well, everybody's body chemical makeup is different. You got to do your research if you're gonna try something like this. I mean, you just can't automatically, you know, make this make this choice to try to get more booty. You know, it's just um, it's just not smart. Um, they're just going by what somebody else says and it's you know it's costing lives and it's just not it's just not smart. So I mean. Really got to do your due diligence, you know, talk to your physicians and things of that nature. You know, getting a bigger booty is something that, you know, we really want to try to do. But really, you know, it's, it's really not that important. You don't want your clothes fitting you wrong at 55 or 75 or whatever. You know, just don't do it, to the, you know, to the extent to where it will cost you your life. I agree. And... Let me go to another caller calling in from the 601 area code. I believe this is my man Eminem making his first appearance in year four. Eminem, is that you, bro? Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? What's happening, man? Calling in from Jackson, uh, Mississippi. Yeah, man. Just chilling, man. At this damn job. But, uh, but yeah, man, um, it was a chick here, man, that ended up um, dying and shit, man. Uh, in the city, uh, you know, Q, I you probably remember it was on the yeah, news. Yeah, I remember. Uh, all last and uh, I don't understand that, man, because for the most part, you know, um, I was thinking back to uh, I was listening to some of the um, 
comments earlier now, and when Crystal kind of broke it down, how it got glamorized. But you know, we was coming up, man. It was just like people looked down on Big Butts, not in the yeah urban communities, but it was just like, man, if you didn't look like uh, Brooke Shields or some shit like that, you man, were you, fat. I mean, right? Because I know when um uh, when Miami Vice first came out, man, I remember they had that episode where uh they had uh Officer Trudy Brown and I forgot about the other chick name. They was like always being undercover prostitutes and stuff. But man, she had a shape out of this world, you know, that was real because you know all them injections and shit wasn't happening then. But you never saw none of the the, the TV critics or anything like that even put somebody like that even close to being in some type of uh, realm of a beauty or something like that. It always had to be the, you know, pretty much straight up and down type chicks, you know, uh, you know, yeah. Uh, and if and if it was something, it was like maybe a big breast, but nobody was talking about no butt, but but uh, you know, mainly black dudes, you know. So I think um, I think uh, I, I agree with everybody, but I, I definitely agree with with Crystal because that's something that um, it changed influence. the game. Right, it, it totally changed the game. I mean, it changed the game, and then, uh, and this is something that y'all probably already said earlier in the show because I know we've said it before, is how because this is something you actually said Q before, is how there's nothing new about Kim K and stuff like that to pretty much you know b- black dude man we've been talking about you know sisters been shaped like that forever so. Uh, you know Reggie Bush kind of brought that out because it was just like you know because it used to be a cliche if. Uh, well, this was before, way before the popularity of, you know, kind of like interracial dating. It used to be the thing where if you saw an interracial couple, you already know what the girl looked like. She was a white girl shaped like a black girl. So that was like, yeah. that used to be like yeah. the tro- the trophy and shit. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah, because white girls used to say, <laughs> if a black guy tries to talk to me, I know I need to lose weight. I remember right. people used to say that. Right, that right, right, right. So. So, okay, no, but but, okay. but 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 to but to but to go with the injections and all that stuff, man. I mean, I think that's low self esteem, and because like you say, once that shit in you, it ain't coming out. So no. you know, it ain't worth dying for. I guess it is to some, man. It's ridiculous, and there've been quite a few who have died. There've been quite a few who probably wish they were dead. Um, I mean, some of the uh, the things that I saw in this documentary out of Miami were horrible, man. They had this one girl, and the silicone was eating her her flesh, essentially. So when they when you saw a picture of her butt, it looked like someone had taken the apple and sat it outside for like nine days. I mean, her, oh, her butt God. was deteriorating and changing colors, and you know the doctor said Ooh. that you know she she's gonna die. You know that's the thing about it. You know, he's like she has this reminder every day of what happened, and she knows that she's going to die someday. And it's it's a shame, man. And I think maybe more people need to be educated on that stuff. And if you're going to get it done, let a professional do it. Don't let you know, you know, Lily down the street do it. And um, yeah. the lady that Eminem was talking about, they ended up putting um, the lady that injected her, which I think it what, was it a dude that was like a cross dresser or something. I don't remember. Yeah, it was some kind of whoever crazy. it was they put in jail was very masculine looking. If it was a woman, but. Uh, <laughs> But anyway, and then the other, then, but and then the yeah, other chick involved was a, a porn star that recommended yeah. her or him yeah. or whatever. Right, <laughs> and the lady that went to jail, it looked like she had concrete in her butt. Her butt cheeks hung down almost to her um, back of her knees. 
Man, so, it, I mean, it was unreal. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's not worth it. It's not worth it at all. All right. 347-202-0215 is the number on the Talk to Q radio show. And just a few more questions on this topic, but I want to take a quick break. So go grab yourself a little water or something that you need to do. And um, I'll be back in 60 seconds, and we'll wrap up this topic and move on to the next. Radio show, and just a few more questions on this topic, and then we'll move on to something else. Three four seven two zero two zero two one five is the number, and we're talking about is booty the new dollar bill? All right, is it the new currency that we're having to deal with? So, um, let's see, Crystal. Let me ask you: If you were um, in the industry as an actress or model or whatever, um, I mean, is that something you would risk? having done as far as an injection, um, not the one like in the garage, but maybe going to a doctor or something. I mean, there's still a risk, I guess, involved. Uh, no, I wouldn't um, because that's not the type of body type that I emulate. I would uh-huh. probably go much, much, much thinner, <laughs> you know, like, you know, um, probably down to a size two. I mean, that's, the kind of body type I'm into, but a size um, two, huh? A size two. Yeah, about a size two. Like kind of like a um, uh, what's her name, Zoe, um, Ladanya. Thank you. Yes, her. Um, okay. Probably like that type of body type. Okay, I'm not saying you. You Christy. get more roles that way. You look Actually, good, more real roles. I mean, if you wanted to do it, I understand, but, you know, I'd see you if you were just, if you were eight. I mean, but okay, I understand what no, you're saying. Yeah, I it. definitely think that if you, did, if you did that, you would get more mainstream attention. Um, exactly, and that's what I would want. Yeah, so I understand that completely. So, well, Amy, uh, I'm going to go to you, then I'm going to ask Ray. Amy, why do you, why do you think women allow the media and men, I guess, to dictate what is beautiful and what isn't. 
Well, we figure that out. We might figure out the answer to life's questions. <laughs> At least half of them. Um, you know, I, I don't know. It, I don't know why we let what the me. I don't know why we have people tell us what's fashionable to wear. Um, who is like, and I'm going to hate on Kanye. Y'all know I will never miss a beat to hate on Kanye. Uh, who is Kanye to tell me what's fashionable? Um, you know, who is um, his wife to tell me I need a big booty, you know, to uh, be somebody? Um, I mean, but why do you think that happens? Well, it's it's the it's the media that that um, plays it up and 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 all that, and, and then you have the whole uh, like like the deal with what she did with Paper Magazine. You know, that was photoshopped. Her butt does not really look like stick out that far in the back like that. It's not shaped like that. Well, they definitely do a lot of photoshopping and airbrushing on some of those magazines, and um, right. I mean, so a lot of people think, think and they, they've done that with waistlines and things of that nature, and it gives a false image. But I, I just don't understand why we allow, you know, that to determine what should look good and what doesn't look good. Um, it's, it's kind of the melting pot. It's someone telling you what you should wear and what is fashionable to wear and someone telling you what you should, how you should look and what color your hair should be and uh, it's just someone else dictating your life and, you know, we we want to be that person. It, it, it's a... Yeah, I don't what's understand What I'm looking for... Do what? I said I don't understand it. But uh, I, let me well, go to Ray on this. I don't this. either. I did and, it for a long time. I tried to, you know, to be that what was, you know, the mainstream fashion and the mainstream kind of person. And I met this girl when I was in ninth grade, and I've been rogue ever since. I got you. All right, well, Ray, um, why do you think the media and and we as men seem to dictate what, you know, women do with their butts and their bodies? Well, I don't necessarily say it's like that. I mean, it's it's just an expression of what certain people like. And really, I don't think that big booties are popular. I mean, they popular in the hood and around the corner and shit like that. But when you talk about mainstream, no. Have you ever seen a, a white guy with a girl with a big booty? If you, if it is, name them. I see girl Coco is where I see. You so not that, with uh, no, not with one of those mm-hmm. King Magazine booties. Nah, not definitely nothing. No one comes to my mind. And then people want to know why J-Lo is so popular. J-Lo is popular because she is a beautiful woman 
if mm-hmm. he has a very curvaceous booty, but it is um, proportionate to her body. Right. See, when you say big booties, everybody gets the eyes bucked up and say, well, you know, this we, we see the girl over at church's chicken. She got a big booty. No, 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 no. You ain't going to get famous with that. We talking about <laughs> is it proportionate to your body? <laughs> you know, and when you look at J-Lo, you can say, I don't know, she may be 115 pounds or something like that. But uh-huh. it's proportionate to her body. That's why she is known for it. Now, uh, some other ladies out here, just like Nikki and stuff, she, you hear black guys talking about Nikki, of course. She's she fine and white. Black guys. When you want to see uh, guys like uh, Ryan Seacrest and them standing around talking about Nikki, no, they ain't going to do that. Or they going to date somebody like Nikki, they're not going to do that. So I think a lot of this is just us talking more so than it's becoming mainstream because I've yet to see that. I've yet to see uh, who Tom Cruise or somebody short with a girl with a big booty. Okay, so good point. I don't, I don't think they, they dictate to, to we dictate to the women at all. I mean, it's just a matter of women want to attract what they like. See, if you in the hood or you in the college campus or whatever, that's what guys like. So, therefore, that's the thing. If you're in Hollywood, fit is in. You know, if you're skinny, you don't have, you know, a big chest, you don't have a big booty, that's what's in. We got models big millions of dollars. To me, them chicks don't look worth shit. You know, I got one girl <laughs> I call, oh, I, I call, oh, shit. I forget what her name is. They stole her dress. But she ain't nothing to me, but if that's what people want to say, then, you know, more power to them. Yeah, I hadn't but, seen too know, many uh, Sports Illustrated models that that really do much for me. Now, I know the latest one on the cover was, quote-unquote, a plus-size model, so I know they've gone bigger, but, um, I mean, hardly plus-size than what the average person may consider plus-size. But It's a thing, too, when you say plus-size. Plus size is 160. You 230 and all that, you're fat. And you're a female. <laughs> hey. I don't even know if this lady was 160, to be honest with you. You know, plus yeah, size that, that, in certain I'm cultures saying. may, may be a uh, size 8 or 10. You sit hood, chick told my she's thick and 250. <laughs> Thicker than a snicker. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, Dr. Willis, does the shape of the booty even matter? Um, or as long as it does it, well, let me, let me rephrase the question. Um, is a big booty all that matters or is the shape important? So say, for example, can you have a big booty and maybe it'd be kind of flat or kind of wide and kind of rectangular or something? Or is the shape more important than the size. I think um I think if when we start talking about proportion then I'll have to go with size because um what what a lot of guys are attracted to is what's proportionate. Now you can get away with being um you know saying a little bit bigger or maybe just a little bit smaller than what your your frame could uh you know uh, accommodate but um 
for guys who like proportion, I would say it's, it would be size. Um, you know, for, for guys in the hood or guys who just like, you know, um, that, you know, that's on that level, I think, then it will be the uh, the shape, the shape of the butt. Because you can have a girl with a butt disproportionate to her body and it, you know, be freaking flat as a rail back there, you know. Like so, SpongeBob. Uh, right, right. So, so you know, um, you know, guys out in the street in the hoods and 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 people that want that, that aspire to get to that level or want to be on that level, I don't know why, but you know, they like that. You know, hell, I like that. I'll be honest with you. Know, I, don't, I don't aspire to be on the hood level. I just, you know, I just like a nice ass. But for those who um, who's who are into proportionate stuff, I would have to say it'll be it'll be about size. Okay. And, and also, you, uh, I want to jump on that 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 last question you had uh, about um, what it is. I think it's a combination of economics and and, and evolution uh, with with women. I don't so, I don't think so much that we control or the media control what they think. It's just like a man, you know. We, everything pretty much we do, especially single guys, is for you know the females, you know. And so I think the things that they do is for security. You know what I'm saying? We call them, you know, we like to say women are gold diggers and things like that, but no, they just simply want security. So if that means getting with the guy with the most money or the most offer, that's what they're going to do. And so now they they see what guys with the most money and and things like that are are looking for, you know. And and even though I I do agree with Ray that you don't see a lot of, you know, know, these rich white guys and Hollywood types and stuff with, you know, thick, um, big booty girls and stuff, you still do see it, and and so you know, our, you know the women in our communities they see that too. So what they do is they go out and they try to get these things to attract those type of guys. That's why they look for you know they see when they see that pretty girl with the baller and so with the flat you know with the big ass and all that they trying to get that. Back when it was small, you see, then we had you know anorexia was was the thing you know because they were trying yeah. to get smaller. So it's so and so as far as economics, it's what's what's what is the market right now. And the market right now is big booty. It definitely is the market right now. And uh, it's, you know, of course, kind of bled over into suburbia, you know, America or whatever. I mean, because people want that attention. They want to twerk and do all the booty dances. And you can't do that unless you have something that's going to clap. And but uh, yeah, it's 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 the new breast and everything, and I, and I don't have a problem with it. Uh, I know on Twitter, Crystal mentioned something earlier. Chris, what did you say? Something about when are they gonna work on penis implants? I believe what you said. <laughs> so you can best believe, Crystal, the day they they uh, master penis implants, they're gonna be a lot of guys going to get going to get surgeries done. You watch, just like Viagra, just like all these guys took off and got this Viagra and everything, it's going to be the same type of craze if anyone ever perfects that. Because I don't think it's been perfected yet. I heard there are a lot of risk with that type of stuff. But um, I don't I don't think anyone does that type of work. But uh, if they do, you probably shouldn't trust it. But okay, <laughs> let me go ahead and move on to this other topic, 347 Two zero two zero two one five is the number on the Talk to Q radio show. And I discussed this in the T2Q group on Facebook. If you're not a member, just search for T2Q and ask to join the group. It's private. It's private for a reason because we talk about everything in there. But the superintendent of the Jackson Public School System in Mississippi um, tweeted recently 
that the public that JPS schools and the offices will be closed due to inclement weather. Uh, for those of you who may be up north and may not be aware, down here in the deep south of Mississippi, if you throw a cup of ice in someone's yard, that's a snow day. We don't go to work that day. We don't handle ice very well. However, one of one of the students uh, replied to him directly. The, um, the superintendent's name is Dr. Cedric Gray, and basically cursed him out. You know, asking him why did you why are you closing the school when I come back from suspension today? You dumbass, open up the school, bitch. That's what he replied to the superintendent of Jackson Public School Systems. Now, this kid wasn't the only one to respond, but he was the main one with two or three disrespectful tweets. Now, keep in mind, Dr. Gray isn't a teacher. He isn't a principal. He's the superintendent of the school system of the whole city of Jackson, the capital city. So the kids, you know, they may not see him that often. Now, he replied to the Twitter followers, his Twitter followers, please know that disrespect will not be tolerated. I'm watching, listening, and responding. First of all, and this question is to everyone, I just need a yes or no answer. Uh, would any of you have responded to the kid via Twitter, yes or no? No. No, not as the superintendent. I wouldn't have responded to the kid. Anybody would have responded to him via Twitter, yes or no, Ray, Buck, Crystal? No, the, the way things no. are now, you can't respond on on Twitter because one thing that's beautiful about Talk to Q, we can really get into it here, but you can't do that in uh, out somewhere because you would have told them how it really go. Everybody going to come down on you. Now, it's big. I don't know what he's making, six-figure job. You know, he don't have a problem. Yeah. So, no, he should have said nothing. All right. Well, let's start. No, Let's start with you on this, Ray. You're the show enforcer. Let's look at this from a realistic perspective. We all know what we would like to do, but what recourse, if any, do you think that the super superintendent really has against this kid, who essentially cursed him out on Twitter? Um. I don't know what, what he really can do. I mean, because he wasn't in school when he did it. Uh -huh. So, I mean, really, I think the kid was right. But it was just disrespectful in how he did it, you know. And I don't think if you're in a position of authority, you can have students talking to you that way. So some type of example has to be set. And, you know... Basically, superintendent's hands is tied because, like I say, if you go back at the kid, you got a lot of people out there will say, oh, you know, who's the adult, who's the child, and all that bullshit. Right. When somebody's old enough to know better, to me, they got it coming to them. You can't be 15, 16, and stand up in my chest like you're a man, and you six feet tall, and I'm supposed to take in consideration that you're a kid. Man, get the fuck out of my face. You know, but that's that's how it goes. Okay. And I, I agree with you, and and Dr. Willis, I know that uh, we, we discussed this on Facebook and anything, and you also don't think there's really anything he can do either. Uh, like I said, um, you know, you know, a lot of folks on Facebook was talking about you know suspending the kid, expel them, and things like that. But it wasn't at school. It wasn't on school property. It wasn't, uh, you know, on their computer equipment and none of that stuff. 
so his only recourse that I can see, and it's a stretch, like that's a stretch, is if they they pursue um, if they pursue some kind of uh, um, bullying policy, and then even then he can't do anything as far as the school is concerned. He would have to take him as a private citizen into civil yeah. court and 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 uh, pursue that there. But he, but as far as like you know, school and things like that, he can't. There's nothing he could do. I don't, I don't see it anyway. I don't see any legal ramifications. Okay, Crystal, what that you kid didn't threaten him. Crystal, I'll come back to Crystal Buck. Is anybody hearing me right now? Sorry about that. Oh, yeah, okay. I, can, I can hear you. Can you hear All right, me? go ahead, but Sorry about that. Yeah. I mean, is there anything he can do, I, I, I mean, to discipline the ch- the kid for cursing him out via Twitter? Well, I think he should be suspended again. <laughs> you know, you ask me personally, you got to make an example out of these guys and, and girls that are making these, you know, making these dumbass decisions. First of all, this is a man that, you know, has, you know, he is a discipline, you know, he's in power. You know, he's the superintendent of schools. And, and there, there has to, we have to gain our respect back for for these people. And when you make, when, you know, kids or young young adults make these kind of bonehead decisions, then they need to be punished for it. So since, you know, you're going to raise hell and you knew it was a snow day, and you're talking about, you know, open the, you know, open the school up, bitch, and all that kind of stuff, you know, you need to set a president. You need to make a statement. And making a statement means suspending this, this asshole and, you know, making him pay for his work. Yeah, I don't think he can do that, though. I don't think he can do that, but, I mean, he would open himself up to, um, to a lawsuit and all kinds of other stuff unless there's a specific law that will allow him to do that. I don't see him being able to do that without any type of uh, civil action taken against him and the school. Now, like like I said on Facebook, you know the school don't have a lot of money to begin with. So are you willing as a super uh, as a superintendent to play with the school's money like that? You know, I mean the the kid was yeah. wrong, but as long as he didn't threaten him, he didn't threaten violence or anything like that. What can he do in terms of the school? He can't do nothing. Like I said, he would have to go as a private citizen, uh, and maybe like I said, stretch with the uh, bullying rules, some kind of anti-bullying or cyber-bullying uh, clause. And take him to court on that, but he can't suspend him because there was nothing done on the school ground or school equipment. So how can you, yeah. you know, if you open up, if you open up that 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 door for all legis, I mean, um, superintendents and principals and things like that, guess what? They can just start trolling freaking social media and suspending any kid that they don't they don't want at their school. You know, you can't you just do, do it. Do and I agree that the kid should be punished, you but you can't it. just do. it. Yeah, now, something, I mean, the school, you can do this. If, if you can't do it that way, what you could do is change, you know, maybe he can, you know, bring up to a vote, maybe changing the, you know, changing the laws. I mean, there's something that has right. to be I agree with that. If there's a law, on this, there may be one. There may be a law. I don't know. I, like I said, each state is different. There may be a law in Mississippi that provides for that. If they got one, then he can use that. But what I'm saying, as of right now, my to my understanding, I don't think Mississippi have uh, any kind of ordinance for that. So I don't think he can do anything. And, yeah, I, I know that, um, like, in a lot of statewide handbooks, it states that freedom of speech 
uh, does not protect you if the, if the speech is obscene. However, I did find something that said for off-campus Internet speech, expressing yourself from a computer outside of a school is a different matter. Um, the school's authority to limit student speech has generally not been extended to speech that takes place off-campus. Now, that is right. changing in some states. I think someone mentioned on Facebook earlier that you can't do that in California. Um, I can't confirm or deny that. Because um, right now you open up a, a federal question. You open up a federal question that could be taken to the Supreme Court. That's freedom of speech violation. I mean, but you should not be censored or disciplined for your expression on a private website, uh, posted on a web blog, or personal email. Now, if it's sent from your personal account on your own time, using your own resources from outside of the, the school, even if the content is school-related, so um, I know it's like that in Vermont and some of the some of the other northeastern um, states like Connecticut and things of that nature. Uh, because it's obscene, I mean, it's like I said, it's not clearly defined, but um, yeah, I, I do believe that there's not much that can be done about this um, unless he gets really creative with the angle that he takes. But uh, Crystal, as far as the lack of disrespect for authority. I mean, what can the superintendent? This has made the news now, so it's made the news. Uh, nothing is probably going to happen to the kid, which means the other kids can probably do it. What does this do to further deteriorate the school system? Okay, I guess I lost Crystal. Amy, I'm here. I mean, what what does this mean for the school system now? that, you know, it appears that someone can go on Twitter or Facebook and curse out anybody they want at the school. Well, any uh, well, teacher or principal, as long as they don't threaten them. You know, I I think this should be a lesson learned to go about a different way of announcing that school will be closed for inclement weather as opposed to posting it on uh Social media. I mean, uh, for you know, Shanti goes to the same high school that I did, and and uh, elementary and junior high. And uh, back in my day, it was announced on our local AM radio station. It was announced on the local uh, news stations uh, that morning, every single morning. At five six o'clock in the morning um, and now now that whole times roll around um, at the beginning of the year when you fill out new paperwork you they get your phone number and they enter you into a computer system that automatically the superintendent the superintendent's office calls your phone and says know school be closed tomorrow such and such date
Sounds like a horse's yeah. ass to me, and he's his butt pulled up. Call his mama or daddy. Make an example out of me. That would be nice, but I don't know. There's a... Uh, Bobby, I did find one case. There's precedent in Connecticut, uh, and it states that um, it's in a case of Doninger versus Niehoff that schools can discipline students for off-campus internet speech if it has a disruptive effect at school. However, in this case, because the guy's a superintendent is not necessarily in the classroom or in the schools all the time, I don't know if that really makes a difference for him or not. Uh, no, it really. I mean, it'd be a reach. Like I said, it's a reach. <laughs> but um, as far, and, and, and I want to make sh- make sure that I'm clear. Also, I'm not saying that there's nothing this guy can do at all. Period. But there's nothing he can do in terms of the school as far as suspension and expulsion. That's what I'm saying right now. Yeah. You know, they're gonna he, have he to. Uh, take mm-hmm. I was gonna say they're gonna have to write something into this like school policy or th- it's something they're gonna have to address now that it's happened. They can't just let it go for sure. They're gonna to have to even they have to go to court ultimately and try to get something passed. They're gonna to have to work on this, or it's gonna be <laughs> a lot worse. Now I this think he needs to sit is, down uh, and talk with that kid's parents too. To be honest with you. Yeah, and I wonder Probably if the parents care or not. Well, you know, maybe the parents don't know. I don't want to write them off just yet. You know what I mean? Right on the news, on the so they know now. They definitely know yeah. now. So hopefully his parents care, and we'll actually hear something about it. But I'll let you all know if there's a follow-up on it. Let's see, Crystal, are you, are you there? I'm having difficulties hearing you. Hello? Hey. Okay. I'm not sure what was going on, but I couldn't hear you at all. But, uh, well, that's weird. I was just talking away. All right, but let me let me ask you this. Just a side note um, on this, Crystal. If Is it a stretch to think that if this kid, which I guess he was like 15, 16 years old, is it a stretch to think that if this kid has such blatant disregard for authority uh, for the people in the schools that he would have blatant disregard for authority as far as a police officer or something? Because, you know, like with the Mike Brown incident that happened in Ferguson, I had a hard time believing that a kid would be crazy enough to attack a cop, right? But, I mean, since then, I've seen two or three other stories where I've seen kids do stuff that looks like they've lost their minds, you know. So I'm starting to wonder, I mean, would a kid, are kids that bold to where they'll think they can do almost anything and that you can't touch them or something? Yeah, I think that um, just the natural rebellion of teenagers. And then if you haven't been um, taught that this is, you know, this is a serious situation, this is not something that you play with, that they really don't know. You know, I, I really don't think they, they get it because a lot of teenagers don't live past a few minutes. You know, they, yeah. don't, they don't think down the line. And if they haven't heard that somewhere on a realistic basis, someone grabbing them and saying, look, this is what you do, this is what you don't do, then they're, like, oblivious. And they think that people, you know, um, they should be heard or you should listen to me or you're not supposed to talk to me that way. I mean, it's, I mean, I look at people, you know, like who've never been to court. They go to court and they act, you know, they're grown. It's like, where do you think you are? You know? Yeah. But, yeah, um, I've seen that too. But some people, if you don't know, then, yeah, you'll act 
you, you know, you're naive. You you just don't get it. I I agree. I mean, some just don't, and it's hard to believe that someone can actually not understand, you know, authority. But it appears that 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 is the case with some of these kids, because I've seen some kids do some just off the wall things, you know. Um, I mean, we've had kids try to steal something off of a fire truck. I think they tried to steal like a fireman's hat or something, and one of them snatched off his head or something crazy. And I mean, just stuff that I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, my generation did a lot of stupid things when we were kids, but most of the time we tried to hide from authority figures. You know, we tried to do stuff on the sly. But it's like kids now, and um, you know, I have. A close friend who is a high school teacher um, in the metro area, and she says that she gets frustrated because there's nothing she can do. I mean, she goes to a kid, and she's trying to talk to the kid for being disruptive in class, and the kid's sitting there texting on their cell phone and not even looking up at her as she speaks. And, um, I mean, it makes it impossible to to teach. And, Ray, I'll, I'll give you this, and we'll get ready to wrap things up. Uh, if you kick unruly school kids out of school what should be the alternative i mean can we have a military school do you just kick them out and just say good luck i know you're going to end up robbing somebody but somebody going to end up shooting you or i mean what do you do with kids who just shouldn't be in school because there's some kids who i just honestly believe shouldn't be in school yeah i think um they should have alternative schools that once you get put out of school for being disruptive or, you know, threatening the future or doing whatever you shouldn't be doing that's causing a serious problem and preventing other students from learning, they should put you out and put all the kids that have issues in the same school. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, we're going to separate the pretenders from the contenders. So anybody wants the title, they can go at it with each other. And I think, you know, they should have guards just like they do at correctional facilities. And a lot of people don't want to roll that way and stuff like that. That's part of the problem. Yeah. You know. Too soft. You have to have respect for authority. You have to. Not... You know, just like me, I, I, I'm a person, I'm an independent, I, you know, say a lot of things here, but if you are approached by somebody with authority, I don't care if it's a cop, I don't care if it's the president, I don't care who it is. You got to have respect for authority. You know, you can't tell them, oh, get out of my face, and don't you touch me, and I'm going on about my business and that. If they tell you to wait and stop, hold up, you can't go through this door, you have to stop. And enough parents are not telling their kids this. And then it ends up bad for them. Then people turn around and say, well, you know, what did they do wrong? You did a whole lot wrong. You know, you got to have respect for authority. And I think they should take all of these kids and put them all in one school. Now the kids that want to come to school, the kids that want to learn, they can do so without feeling threatened, without feeling bullied, without feeling like, you know, that they can't pay attention to the teacher because so many other things are going on. 
And I think this will stop a lot of things. It will help a lot of teachers across the country. And I think the educational system will be a lot better in the United States. And we can no longer protect these bums, these hoodlums, in our schools. Well, that's not a place for a kid. Well, if you won't raise them, somebody's got to. Sure. So I will put them somewhere else. I agree. I think they should be put in some type of military school and just just run them all day. And if they don't learn any dis- dis- discipline, at least they'll be in shape. They'll be fast criminals if nothing else. But all right. Uh, I appreciate it, everyone. Get ready to wrap things up. Came across a, um, a story I just wanted to mention um, today, and I posted it on Facebook about the Republicans and how they wrote a letter to Iran to sabotage President Obama, essentially. Uh, 47 Republican lawmakers, lawmakers, um, GOP senators, decided to send an open letter to Iran, essentially negotiating with them, unbeknownst to President Obama. Uh, Now, some people believe that they committed a felony under something called the Logan Act, which um, and what they did was actually treason um, because, you know, it's against the law to negotiate with other countries, um, you know, unbeknownst to the president of the United States. And they were basically saying that Obama's going to be leaving office in January 2017, while most of us will remain in office beyond the end, perhaps decades, quote-unquote. So they're already assuming that they're not going anywhere, which they're probably not because we always vote for them. Um, They made references to President Obama and the Ayatollah Khomeini, who was really big back in the late 70s, early 80s, and he was looked at as kind of a tyrant and everything. And I just thought it was just bold. I mean, they've done a lot of disrespectful things to President Obama, but to essentially negotiate with a foreign country without him just seemed like it just really went over the top. And so in your final thoughts, if you can address that, and how would you handle this? I mean, wouldn't you try to, um, to the full extent of the law, try to persecute all 47 of them and put them in jail? Because essentially you're making deals with a country without the president's um, say so. So um, I'll let you all address that in your final thoughts. Um, really quick, I do want to mention on tomorrow's show, Zone Coverage Returns. I know that makes Crystal excited. The show legends and I will discuss free agency in the NFL and the debut of primetime boxing on NBC last Saturday. So that's Wednesday, March 11th at 10 p.m. Eastern on the Talk to Q radio show. No experts, just opinion. And, and let me let me mention this. I know I said 10 p.m. Eastern, but would you all be okay if we started at 9 p.m. Eastern instead of 10? Because this show is definitely going to go to four or three hours. Anybody got a problem with 9 o'clock start time? No, I'm cool with that. No, that's cool. I'm cool with it. Okay, but. I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. All right. Crystal, 9 o'clock all right for you? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, I don't know if she's having a problem with her phone or if she's ignoring me. But uh all right, so we'll do we'll do zone coverage at nine o'clock Eastern time tomorrow. We'll start an hour early. Like I said, it's, it's probably gonna go to full three hours. 
I'm going to talk until Blog Talk cuts me off tomorrow. Uh, next Tuesday is St. Patty's Day, and in the U.S., it pretty much means what every other holiday means. It's time to get drunk. Um, our country is notorious for finding excuses to tilt one back, and the holidays are the ultimate excuse. You know, Memorial Day for our fallen soldiers, beer. Independence Day for the birth of our country, beer. The list goes on and on. So next Tuesday, we'll discuss holiday topics and how we celebrate them here in the States. You know, do we not have enough holidays? What new holiday would you create? And what holiday should be appropriate for barbecue, beer, or whatever? That's next Tuesday on the Top of the Q Radio Show. So, all right, we'll go ahead and go to our final thoughts. And let's see. Crystal, are you are you there? Yeah, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. And go ahead and give your, your – I don't know either, but – Go ahead and give your final thoughts, and if you, I don't know if you've read up on what the 47 GOP uh, senators did regarding negotiating with Iran behind Obama's back, but if you want to comment on that, you're more than welcome to do so. Well, I think it's ridiculous. I think they should be prosecuted. I think um, they should be fined, and um, I think that their constituency should definitely reconsider them. Uh, when it comes time to vote again, um, because it's really ridiculous. Although some of their constituency, of course, probably just loves that idea, and you know they're all behind it. So whatever. Um, as far as tomorrow night show, yes, nine o'clock sounds great for me. Um, <laughs> I can't wait not to be there, so um, I'm looking forward to not being there tomorrow night. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and um, of course, uh, welcome back, and hope you had a great time Gracias. traveling and all that. And uh, I guess I'll see you next week when I won't be drunk for St. Patty's Day, which I find interesting that Black people celebrate St. Patty's Day, even yes. though I do have a little Irish in me. But whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to know right. about your sex life. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Whether you've had some All Irish right, in you or not. <laughs> but uh, uh, but since you're not going to be on tomorrow, what's what's going on with your show Thursday? Uh, <clears throat> Thursday we're going to be talking about um, Marcus Graham. We're going to do an examination of Marcus Graham, which is a um, talking about the different love archetypes in the movie Boomerang. There's There's actually quite a few distinctive types. And we're just going to go through and discuss that, which should be interesting. Um, and you know, we have a couple of guests coming on, so but it should be it should be on a good show, I hope. Okay. Me and me and Dre will have a good time anyway. <laughs> <laughs> My and guess. Amy, thank you, Amy, for coming on. <laughs> yes, yeah, Southern Comfort is always there. Yeah. And Dre want to call me out for being in the chat room last week. That was too funny. <laughs> I know. But, all right, thank you for that, Crystal. Thank you. And let's see. Let me go to Miss Southern Conference. I'll go to you, Amy. And Amy also know that, as far as what they what the GOP did to Obama, there's a um, senator named Tom Card- Cotton who's out of Arkansas. So you got to be familiar with Tom Cotton. And, I didn't vote for him. <laughs> and he he even Amy did not. Vote for Tom Cotton. But this dude, he's associated with the lobbying group for North Rock Grooming 
and Boeing. All right. So he even advocated for Congress supplying Israel with a Boeing manufactured B-52 bomber and bunker buster bombs for an attack on Iran. So not only is he negotiating with other countries, he's getting kickbacks. That's your boy. Well, I mean, it was, they knew it, and they voted him in anyway. The Republicans here are just the, they are the sneakiest bastards you've ever seen in your life. They will lie to your face and smile while they're doing it. They will stab you in the back, and they will shit on whoever they got to shit on while they smile at you <laughs> to further themselves. I mean, I worked with the Republicans for a little while because I was working with someone who was on someone's campaign that was on the uh, running on the Republican ticket. And, uh, yeah, let me tell you, them, them people are a piece of work. Okay. Total piece of work, and I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't doubt what they did. Just from my experience with them, they're the ones that if you don't play by their rules, they're gonna take their ball and go home. If they don't get to be the leader, they don't want to play the game. Right. Like a bunch of little kids. And they had always been bitter and sour since uh, Obama got in there, and they just can't stand it. Well, they got a little ways to go. A little ways to go to finish dealing with him. Another year and a half or two. So, but go ahead with your final thoughts. Uh, tonight was a great show. Um, you know, I anybody who does get cosmetic. Any type of cosmetic surgery should certainly do it to um, help their own self-confidence and not what they think, you know, that it'll bring them um, or just, you know, because everybody else is doing it or whatever. Um, I, I don't know if any of y'all watched this, have ever watched the show Botched. But um, when you were talking about just injecting free-floating silicone into your butt and hips and boobs and body, and, God, there was this poor woman, and she had free-floating silicone all over her body. There were women that had, they were getting them to fix their surgeries. They had gone to Tijuana and different places to have surgery for 50 bucks, you know, get yeah. boob implants for 50 bucks, and, you know, one was hanging to their ankles, and one was up underneath their chin, so, yeah, it was pretty crazy, you can see some pretty wild, they're supposed to do a botched, uh, two show, but, yeah, definitely get, uh, definitely get you know, plastic surgery or whatever, or enhancements, or or just work out. I mean, I know people that have a lot of great bodies and have in, you know, added to and enhanced their boobs because they've just uh, worked out. But uh, 
that's really it. Um, y'all have a good night. I'm about to go to bed. I go got to go get my permanent cast on tomorrow. Uh-oh. Well, good luck with all of that. Hopefully you have yeah. a speedy recovery. Yeah, uh, this has been a very fun experience. I understand. Anything involving a cast usually isn't. So, <laughs> no. All right. Buck. Good night, go everybody. Good night. I'll go to you, Buck, and you can comment on the 47 GOP senators if you want or just give your final thoughts. Well, <laughs> I'm not going to say much on the political side tonight, I mean, because I could probably end up talking. I'll, I'll do everybody. So, you know, that, all I'm going to say is this. They need to get themselves together. And, uh, you know, that's the reason why the government is in such disarray at the moment because, you know, people are just not doing the right things and they're not doing what they need to do to help society. And uh, that's all I'm going to say on that. Now, as far as final thoughts, uh, great show tonight. Glad to be back. Hope you had fun while you were out and away. Um, get, recharge, recharge our batteries a little bit. But, uh, you know, glad to be a part of the show. And also, can't wait till tomorrow, man. These, <laughs> man, the NFL tomorrow show is going to be really kind of awesome. It's going to really be awesome because some of these things, man, are sinking like the Titanic just in the first day of free agency. But won't get into it too much tonight, but everybody have a great night. All right. Thank you very much, sir. You have a good night as well. And Dr. Willis? Um, yeah. Uh, as far as the uh, 47 uh, Republicans, and yeah, I've, I've, I've pretty much made myself clear on, on my Facebook page about it. I think that um, they should be charged because um, it's, it's an act of treason. The Constitution yeah. specifically said, says that the president is the only person, or his designee, is the only, are the only people that can uh, go into negotiations, that can speak or listen as a representative of this country when it comes to dealing with foreign dignitaries and foreign, you know, uh-huh. other, other um, sovereign nations. So what they did was undermine him in front in front of the whole world, you know, yeah. and they violated the law on top of it. So. If they're willing to go after Hillary Clinton over an email, I think this right here should definitely trump that situation. As a matter of fact, I even went as far as to put, you know, there's a petition out for, uh, and I think they only need about 400 more signatures. So uh, the people is calling for, you know, um, the president or his office to act upon those 47 people for doing what they did. Because I'm telling you right now, if they can arrest a kid for trying to join, just trying to join ISIS, you know what I'm saying? Then what that says when you got high power folks in, in, in our government that's freaking trying to start a war just so that they can use their companies and make money. Because that's all exactly. war is, is a money-making machine, you know? So that is that is treason at the highest level. And so I'm I'm all for, you know, uh, those guys going to prison. You're all 47 of them. And if there's some Democrats that, that you know, was back, you know, that, that back that or whatever, you know, they should go to them. You know, because, you know, you never get the full story until the shit hit the fan. But I know for a fact those 47 definitely got it. You know, they got to face the fire. And, you know, and this this is going to be the ultimate test to Obama, too, is, you know, saying how are you going to take a stand against this? You know, these folks been coming after you all your presidency. It's your chance to get a little get back, but at the same time, though, stand as a president and say, hey, this won't be tolerated. Because right now what they did was set a precedent 
that it's going to be dangerous for the country moving forward because now whatever president get in office, all the opposing party got to do is just start, you know, talking to these other countries, you know, uh, uh, under that president's nose. That's a bad president to set. I agree, and, uh, man. And I think there should be 47 new openings in, uh, in the GOP right now. No doubt about it. I mean, and, and like I said, if this would have been flipped, you know what I'm saying, because of the nature of the severity of the action itself, you know, I would say I would be saying the same thing if it was Democrat or if it was Independence or if it was Tea Party. You know, that that, that cannot fly. And, and this all comes full circle. We're, we're talking about, you know, teaching our kids to respect authority. We got folks that know better, <laughs> you know, and not, right. you know, not respecting the officers that are above them. You know what I'm saying? This is this is this is what they're showing our kids, not only our kids and our citizens, but the world. So this this has gotta this gotta be dealt with. And so, um I, I, I definitely signed that petition tonight. I put it on my page. I hope folks, you know, go go to it. They they get on and they sign because you we can't let this happen. As far as um Yeah. And I do want to say, you know, uh, it, it feels good chopping it up with the fam again. I've been traveling myself. Just got back from Arizona. I'll be headed to Boston next week. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to, you know, keep chopping it up with you guys as much as I can. Man, I enjoy this, this, you know, these moments that we have. So, you know, as always, good show. And, um, you know, let's keep, you know, keep it entertaining. But at the same time, you know, keep educating these folks out here. No doubt. I appreciate that, man. You head up to Boston. You need to holler at the Boston single girl up there and she'll take know, you to one, right? of, those, one of those swinger clubs. Yeah, I've been meaning to reach out to us. <laughs> that way you can come back and report on it for um, show purposes, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. <laughs> yeah, correspondent. All right, yeah, I appreciate yeah. that, man. And mm. let's, Ray, shut it down for me, man. Uh, yeah, as far as the uh, the government situation, I mean, it's not right what he did. But, you know, it's nothing that really can be done about it. Because you think they're going to lock all them 47 guys up. <laughs> I believe that when I see the sky falling. You know, so it, it's, it's just one of them things that gives us something to talk about. But at the end of the day, they're going to do what they want to. But um, as far as... um. Cosmetic surgery goals. I mean, I think anytime you're getting something done cosmetic, you know, you it's not necessary. So, you know, it's more so a self-esteem issue or something like that. And I think that you know, as far as the big booty situation goes, I mean, it's the ease on what people like. And I think that um, you know, some people like different things, but I think that. You know, what what is getting out to the public, whether it's Kim Kardashian or Nicki Minaj, I think that, you know, it's a totally different situation. I, I don't believe they're famous for their booties. I believe they're famous for their brand. And, you know, that's totally different. When I start seeing rich guys, like I say, see crafting guys like that, beating women, that are, you know, well-endowed in the booty area and, and beating different nationalities and stuff, then I would say it's becoming a craze or a phenomenon. But right now, it's just basically what it's always been. Now, the only difference is we have a representation on TV of what people want to see. And the people that's representing uh-huh. whether it's me or it's 
or as Kim, they both are been linked to having enhancements done. So even that's not all what it's cooked up to be. So, you know, it's a good, good show, great topic. You know, you got to have to talk about something different. But, you know, I look forward to tomorrow because I know we got a lot to talk about as far as what's going on with the league and, you know, free agency is crazy. But um, everybody have a good night. All right. I appreciate it, Ray. And, um, I mean, as far as, like, the, the, the GOP thing, I mean, you know, get him, Obama. I mean... You Democrats need to stop letting these guys punk you, man. Man up and take advantage of this opportunity to put these fools in jail where they belong. These folks punk you left and right. I guarantee you if, if a Democrat would have done this, then doggone it, they would have had court proceedings starting tomorrow. Yeah. That yeah. rascal would have yeah. already been in jail. So the Democrats need to stop. Man. Yeah, the Democrats need to stop being punks, man. Yeah. And actually, you yeah. know, you got some of these folks lining their pockets, you know, negotiating with foreign countries without the president, you know, just as blatant as they can want as they want to be because the Tea Party don't care. They want to secede from the union and have another civil war and all that stuff anyway. Man, put these folks in their place, which is in jail, and stop dealing with these fools. I don't nobody care nothing about Republicans or, or, or Democrats or whatever they are. A crook is a crook. And this is treason right. by letter of the law. Put them in yeah, jail. It's definitely treason. Yeah, but all right. And I who's think going to prosecute these guys? So, and well, well like I said, right I now, right they, now, right now, there's enough Americans out there that's pushing for them to be prosecuted. And like I said, they've started a petition. This is real. I mean, you know, we'll we'll see what happens. You have to be seen. But this is one of those things where. You know, we as a nation can't afford to just sit down and say, you know, okay, well, you know, ain't nothing gonna happen anyway. I think we need to, we need to try to, you know, push it and enforce it through. This is one of those situations, yeah. like I said, it don't matter the party. This is bad juju right here. This is very serious. Yeah, because if if senators can start making deals with with countries without any presidential input, man, it's gonna get worse. Right. And it's not even just a deal. This this is right here. They're basically saying don't 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 agree with nothing with Obama. Let's just go ahead and go to war. Basically, that's what yeah. they're saying. Yeah, that's exactly what the what the letter that that letter was basically saying. And what's so funny about it though is they got schooled on our own constitution. You know that that freaking prime minister over there schooled them about the law. <laughs> you know, and that that, yeah. that that was another push out of them. But the thing is though, besides that, is the fact that you know. You, you when you sit up and say don't make a deal with the president, what are you doing? You either taking the side of that that the Iranians, or you're trying to undercut Obama and and both of them are acts of cheating. Exactly. You can't tell a country not to deal with your leader. I mean, that's just man. They got to do something about this. Yeah, they really They've lost my respect. I, I'll be honest with you. I'll be the first to say if they don't even attempt to do anything. Nah, I, I'll you know, be honest I'll, with you. They really didn't have my respect, but <laughs> yeah, it's going to get even worse. It's going to get even yeah. worse because I, I think the Democrats are spineless, man. I think they just don't have well, any teeth. I, just, I think it's a matter of trying to show, trying to do it the right way, and the right way is looking bad. You know, it's that, that, that whole mantra of turning the other cheek type thing or we can lead without, 
you know, um, um, vitriol and, and bickering and things like that. That shit ain't yeah. been working. Now it's time to freaking just say, you know what, forget that we tried it. Y'all seen it. Now it's time to go ahead and, uh, you know, handle it this way. I mean, even the New York Daily News had a headline in all caps that said traitors on the front of the page. Yeah. You know. That's what they I mean, That's what they Yeah. This is no joke. This is a very serious matter. So, this goes to show. Maybe, you know, like we mentioned earlier, there's just no respect for authorities, even from the adults. If the adults don't have any respect, you know the kids ain't going to have it. Right, it's so, coming full circle. Seeing it. Yeah. All right, my thanks to my show legends, callers, tweet chatters, chat room participants for once again participating on tonight's show. Season four is off and running. The show airs every Tuesday and Wednesday night at 10 p.m. Eastern. If you missed the live airing of tonight's show, then go to iTunes and search for the Talk to Q Radio show and never miss an episode or just visit T2QRadio.com and check the archives. Have a good night. We'll talk sports tomorrow. So, uh, so much to discuss. I guarantee you it'll take every bit of three hours to do. Everyone, talk to you then. Peace out. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? Let me thank you for having me on your show. It's so awesome to be here with you and all your listeners. My name is Quincy.